Hello, and welcome to Mike, DJ, and Doc, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. All right, hello, and welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. But if you've been, if you heard us before, hey, you family. Check it out. Today, we're doing a special episode on the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. I'll be flying solo with about my boys, DJ mm. Cornerstone and Dr. William Sullivan Sr., but I want to give a big shout-out to them because I know they're praying for us. Today, we're talking with a special guest we have in here. Now, I know y'all remember Miss Pamela Coley from episode <laughs> 39, and we have Weston in here, director, writer extraordinaire, and we have Mr. Reggie Pelt. <laughs> and Lord, we want we and we are Thank you. going to have a great time because what we're talking about today is the stage play that's coming in December, December eighth, ninth, and tenth, and it's called Joseph. This is written and directed by none other than Weston here, lead actor Reggie Pelt, mm-hmm. lead actress Miss Pamela Coley. So we're going to talk a little bit, get let y'all get to know them. And then we'll talk about the play itself. Yes. Okay. So. All right. All right. Give him a hand, y'all. So, we're going to start with the director. Tell us a little bit about you, you know, what you've been doing, maybe how you got started in this, and what brought you to this point now. Well, I'm very thankful for the opportunity, first and foremost. Thank you all. This is a, a beautiful studio by my estimation. So uh, just to be in the midst uh, with the, what you have going on here, it makes it free to talk about what we're endeavoring to do, uh, the production of Joseph, which, as you aforementioned, is coming in December. Uh, we've uh, accrued uh, a nice cast, not just from this area. For those that listen probably know that we're talking uh, here right in the suburbs of Chicago, Joliet, uh, here at this studio. Uh, but uh, you called his name out earlier, uh, Reginald Pelt. He's from North Carolina. And uh, Pam uh, Coley, who is uh, with us in the studio today, but she's uh, from the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a, a mixture of groups. They sort of represent uh, the different uh, aspects of the city and the, and the areas of this, uh, you know, where we live. They come from all over. So we're just mm-hmm. glad that they come to our neck of the woods to help do this. <laughs> But um, uh, their talents in so many of them, uh, they sing, they act, they do a, a wonderful myriad of things to make this uh, a production possible. When you say Joseph, we're referring to the uh, Joseph of the uh, New Testament. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Bible is very, uh, uh, it expounds a lot on the, uh, the, the dreamer, that mm-hmm. Joseph. But we're referring to Mary's husband, who surprisingly, people don't have a lot to say about him. Mm-hmm. We bring a contemporary span on it, and we hope it speaks to uh, the audiences of today for Joseph, Mary's husband. Cool. But before we get all into that, we want to know who Mr. Weston is. Listen, uh, I know I, you was on episode 19, and you told a little bit about us, but refresh our memory a little bit. Well, I do uh, a writing. I do a few other, other things. Uh, but uh, this... Uh, you know, it's interesting that we're doing this production in December. The very first production I ever wrote, I was 12 years old, and it was a Christmas production. And uh, that wasn't one that I sat down and creatively, you know, uh, pulled out of the uh, the pocket. I was in trouble all the time, and the teacher asked me to do uh, something for uh, 
the school class. Uh, you know, they broke those classes up back a couple of years ago. And I, I don't age myself at all, but I am over thirty. So, so, <laughs> so, so they, uh, you know, they they all had something to do, and we didn't. And he uh, afforded me a, a chance to do a play. The only stipulation was it had to be due uh, the next day. He said, mm-hmm. you know, you, so he must have saw something in me that obviously I did not see at, uh, in myself at 12 years old in seventh grade. But that first production was uh, Christmas in the Ghetto. Um, uh, I don't remember exactly how long it was, but, you know, we ran that. I was in the uh, seventh grade. We ran it for the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And surprisingly, really, I just feel like I'm doing the same thing I did mm-hmm. back in seventh grade. We, <laughs> eighth, ninth, and tenth, we're doing it for the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But uh, we just have bigger toys, better talent. And uh, a broader, uh, you know, audience to, to portray that too. So, but uh, that writing has taken me across to, to North Carolina. It's taken me to uh, other parts of the United States, and I do the same thing for other people. Whether mm-hmm. I'm flown in, uh, driven in, uh, to to do that aspect of writing and production and uh, uh, movie making. So we all that put together sort of comprises what we're going to be presenting in uh, December. All right, cool. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> I tell you what, we're gonna go to the lead actress next. <laughs> Pam, well, we can call you. See, I can call yeah. you Pam because you've been here before. I can call you exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. so, Pam, give us a, a little bit more about what what you all about and how it brought you to this point again. Well, um, as I said on I guess the last episode, I was yeah. here. Uh, just a little bit about my story, <laughs> but actually, in 2018, I think Weston. I don't remember how I connected with him. And we were doing some projects. I remember going out and doing a photo shoot, but I don't know if little did he know that I was transitioning at that point in my life oh, wow. um, with my marriage. Wow. And, you know, getting a divorce and oh, have wow. to figure out this whole new life. And then he presented this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as much turmoil as I was in, how mm-hmm. am I going to give him the best version of myself and do this, pull this off? But so, I kept coming. Mm-hmm. Wow. I kept coming. <laughs> and um, awesome. he kind of, he put the bug in me. The project didn't go, you mm-hmm. know, um, and it was kind of silent after that. But mm-hmm. just fast forward a few years later as um, I was picked up in another production last year and I've been going ever since. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Awesome. Good, good. Yeah. good. I had to get her. <laughs> yes, yes. I done, I done seen her in a few of them, and I tell you, she does a phenomenal job. Now we have Mr. Can I call you Reginald, Reggie? Uh, how, do, how should I address you? Whatever Mr. you feel Pelt. comfortable. You, whatever, if you're comfortable with Mr. Pelt, we'll go with Mr. Pelt. Uh, I'm in your house. I'm in your house. And I'm bowing. Those the kids see, I'm bowing down. I'm bowing down. All right. Well, I tell you what, Mr. Pelt. Give us yes, a little sir. bit about you, because like you say, you're from North Carolina. Yes, sir. Traveling back and forth to do this. Yes, sir. So give us a little bit where you come from, what you've been doing, and how long you've been doing it. Yes, man. Uh, again, uh, I want to say thank you so much for having oh, me. Thank you all. Uh, Chicago, has, uh, Joliet has treated me uh, with so much love, man. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my agent said, Reg, don't be long-winded, so I'm <laughs> going to be short with it. <laughs> Uh, Man, be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> be yourself. So I will. I, say I'll this. say when we need to break over here. <laughs> I, I will say. I think uh, from day one, man. I, I think when Mom, uh, the late Honorable. 
Betty J. Pelt when she pushed me out. I believe I was always acting. Uh, <laughs> it's been a heart. It's been in my heart to do. Uh, Martin Lawrence have been uh, truly a strong inspiration to me. Uh, my dear friend and uh, family. Weston has been an extreme uh, inspiration to me as well. But my background is... Uh, pretty much music um mm. originally from uh fort pierce florida uh st lucian house hey um, <laughs> um but uh dad was stationed uh at fort bragg north carolina and uh attended school there at westover uh, senior high and then i took up a couple of classes at the uh, school of arts in winston-salem mm -hmm. um but other than that man it's just been uh on the grind man uh i don't want to talk about me being a chef Again, my agent will call me and say, don't say too much. But um, I will say this. I'm just excited to be here, man. And uh, this is learning for me. Mm -hmm. Actually, this is learning for me. And uh, um, I just can't wait for everybody to come out and check us out on December the 8th, 9th, and 10th. All right. Well, thank you so yeah. much for that. You, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. All right. Welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast, where we are here with Weston, Pam, and Mr. Pelt. <laughs> 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 Talking about the stage play coming in December called Joseph. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more with our guests, though, because we want to find a little bit more about them. So, that, like I said, you make that connection with them. When you come in to see the play, you don't just see the them up there acting but you see the person a little bit more and see the passion that comes through and the acting and you can feel it better so we're gonna talk to them a little bit more go into that now and this is open to anybody what what inspired you to take up acting or getting involved in creative arts i mean anybody <laughs> that's a young lady step to the back well um my sister and myself and my cousin, we had a singing group when we were kids. Uh-oh. And, you know, mom had us singing at every party we can imagine. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, right then and there, I knew, like, we had something. Mm -hmm. And we did lots of talent shows. But fast forward some years later, I went to a Tyler Perry play. Mm. He did a play. He was very new. Mm -hmm. And it was, I know I've been changed. Mm -hmm. I seen that. I went to that too. At the Regal Theater. I don't know yes. if you've seen mm -hmm. it there. At the Regal Theater. And mm -hmm. we had front row seats. And I was like, I was mesmerized. Because mm -hmm. I was like, these people are on stage. They're acting. They're singing live. And it's funny. It's creative. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I had the play build. And I'm like, I want to do this. <laughs> this is so cool. Uh -huh. So... I just never thought in a million years that mm -hmm. I would actually be doing this. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm I'm grateful <laughs> for for my sister and brother-in-law knowing Weston because that's how I met him. Okay. And I'm just a little sister that tag along. But, you know, somehow he just came and got the little sister and <laughs> brought her on stage. And so I do appreciate that. So yeah, yeah. that's what inspired me. And from then, I, I was writing plays. Oh, wow. And um, mm, we'll talk about that another time. Right. But <laughs> that's what inspired me to do so. So that's what um, that's what I got. Awesome. <laughs> Good. I mean, anybody else? I mean, awesome. what? Well, well, well. Briefly, I she brought something back to my mind, man. Uh, I was uh, probably in 1990. I was signed to Itchabon Records, mm -hmm. and uh, had a A and R by the name of 
uh, uh, I think it was Ian Burks, yes. And why I wanted to really start acting is because he would be in in front of me, he would act a certain way. Mm-hmm. But when he got in front of other people, oh, man, it was so captivating. And I was like, Wait, how do you turn on and turn off like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, he would always say, Pelt, just watch me, watch me. And so mm-hmm. I think that's what really was the oxygen uh, mm-hmm. for me to want to uh, enter into uh, theater and stage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Good, yes, sir. good. Yes, sir. Mr. Mr. Western. Yeah, you know, I know you took us back to what? Yeah, 12 years old. To 12th grade, but it, and it probably would be before that because, you know, my mom probably just indirectly, she watched so many of the black and whites, and we had color TV, but mm-hmm. a lot of the programs that she would drift to, they were, they were all black and whites. Mm-hmm. And uh, initially, I didn't want to see, you know, growing up in a technicolor age, you know, that just anything that was black and white seemed dated. But one day I sat down and I saw the craftsmanship in the storytelling in those black mm. and whites, particularly yeah. the uh, the Twilight Zone. And remember that? Mm-hmm. Every so she would play that and at night. And I was like, man, this is amazing that you could capture someone's attention and have them sit in front of a, mm-hmm. a, a tube, a screen mm-hmm. for as as long as whatever, uh, from, from one uh, 30 minutes to an hour, whatever, who were able to command like that. That was very powerful uh, t- to me. Wow. And wow. Uh, so to see that uh, generate from the small screen and then uh, command it to a, to a bigger screen, I don't care who the, the director was, anybody that was doing something up there, that was a special thing uh, mm-hmm. to do. Uh, so um, uh, I had actually went to film school. You know, I failed it. I didn't understand it because <laughs> I had done writing before a mm-hmm. uh, uh, film and uh, uh, publishing books, and I understood novelization better as a storyteller. Uh, it took a while for that uh, medium to cross over into the film part of it, but the uh, production that we are getting into allow, allows me to do both, and I know we're going to go into that a little bit later, but uh, those uh, early storytellers, you know, I don't care how, whether black and white color, mm-hmm. uh, w- whatever medium you use, if you're able to tell a story mm-hmm. uh, to capture attention, it, it's, it still holds that kind of sway. i tell you what, awesome. can, I, can I just piggyback off of that a little bit when you talk about the storytelling mm-hmm. because I've heard down through the years where you hear many artists that have created different things and they always said tell your story, tell yes. Your story. Mm-hmm. Yes. because it's, it's authenticated to you yes. so and the world needs your story yes. so what, what you guys doing like you said creating a story acting it out yes putting it in front of people, captivating them. Yes. I mean, it's, it's something to be applauded because yes. like you said, through storytelling, through your words, yes. you can change lives. That's yeah. good. That's and good. I, I know you, I know that a lot of people are touched by what mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just like you explained with what happened when Tyler Perry, how it touched you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. that's the power y'all yes. have. Yes. That God's giving y'all when y'all put it on stage like Amen. that. Amen. And like I said, mm-hmm. y'all, I commend y'all on that because yes. like I said, it takes not only the want to takes skill. Yes. It takes time. Yeah. It takes commitment. Yes. And it takes sacrifice. Yes. Oh, yes. Because, like you said, you yes. have to give up time that you would normally probably want to spend with your family in Absolutely. order to be involved with something where you have to travel to or yes, whatever sir. the case may be. 
Right. But you do it, I, I believe, because you love it. Absolutely. Oh, yes. I, I, do, I believe you it. love that. Gotta have it. What the Lord bless you with and how it yes. affects people. So, oh, yes. sir. like I said, so I know that motivates you mm-hmm. to uh yes, to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So we, we're going to move right on a little bit. And uh, I tell you, again, I, uh, I'm i just feel, like I said, full just sitting here next to you guys. Because <laughs> yes. I, I tell you what, it's it's... It's good to see people doing good stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's good Please to see so. people because it's so much other stuff going on in the world yes. today. Yes, sir. That a lot of individuals don't take time to do something good, right. something yes. nice, Absolutely. something that's not about them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. Not mm-hmm. about them. And I, I tell you, we need more humble people like each one of you. Yes. Thank you so much. I tell you what, yes, we're going to take a break and then uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Reginald Pelt, representing GSW Productions. You're listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Podcast, where we'll continue to talk with Weston, Mr. Pelt, and Pam about the play Joseph. Right now, we're going to take a peek at the trailer, and then uh, we'll be discussing that afterwards. All right. And our journey comes from a legacy. A legacy that built the walls and temples of Metropolitan. Carpenters, builders, shapers of iron and precious things. Always remember, Joseph, whatever plans you may have, God will always have a greater purpose for your life than you ever will. You are chosen. Well, I, I, I'll be honest about the 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 whole impetus of it. Uh, actually, I was doing another project uh, just about, I guess, about five years ago, and I got a call from North Carolina from a uh, he's a pastor friend now. He's just been uh, installed as an apostle, but at the time, 
he called and said, listen, we're doing something for uh, Christmas. We'd like for you to come and, and write something for our, for our church. And I said, listen, I welcome the opportunity, but I'm really, uh, we were doing our first movie. So I felt that all of our time and attention should have been given to that. And I was honest with them. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, uh, I thank you for the, the opportunity. Maybe another time we'll give it our best. And I left it there, but he persisted. With the, mm-hmm. Another week he was in touch again. You know, you really should consider this. And I said, well, let me hear what you want to do. Well, he didn't want to do it. He wanted me to do it. But he, but <laughs> he, he said, I, 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 would, I would like to do something with uh, uh, from Joseph's pers- perspective. And, he, you know, and I listened, listened and heard him out. And uh, I still was just, you know, kind of skeptical. But it was the... Uh, uh, the pool and passion that he had mm-hmm. to say, well, I'll come and visit the church and so forth. Uh, so we ended up doing a, a project there. Uh, I wrote it, came back, he flew me in, and I wrote it in just before we had a uh, uh, an assembly with this church. Now, Reggie, uh, he was there during that, during that time, mm-hmm. who incidentally is also my brother-in-law. This is my wife's brother. <laughs> All right. Like, like, very, very, so, now you know. tabloid's going to come yeah. in there. <laughs> And and and, I, and I'm I'm calling his name because I told I said listen if, if I consider doing this project, Reggie has to be on it because the moment that he told me uh, uh, that he wanted to do something about Joseph, mm-hmm. and just kind of left it there because uh, the Bible really doesn't have much to say right. about mm-hmm. the right. Joseph of the New Testament, the New Testament. Mm-hmm. you know the Mary's husband, and you could just say Mary's husband, the carpenter. Mm-hmm. You pretty much could leave it at that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so it caused me to be insightful about just that snippet. Uh, that he wanted me, me me to cover, but I wanted my brother-in-law because I I, I feel he's a very uh, 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 passionate uh, uh, artist. He can mm-hmm. he can sing, he can act, mm-hmm. and uh, the way that I envisioned it, you know, I just automatically saw him in that place. But uh, we did that project. Uh, it was not called Joseph; it was called something else. Uh, mm-hmm. But as the years passed, uh, I said, you know, I really like the storyline. I mm-hmm. I didn't initially start out doing it, but having finished it, I said, man, that that really is. Uh, that says something to me. So Christmas p- came and went. Christmas came and went, and it it came back. And uh, my mm-hmm. wife said, that, "You know what, what? What are you gonna do this time?" I said, "I want to do that project that we did in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I probably would t- tweak it a little bit, and I wouldn't call it that at the time. It was called a strange way to save the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Joseph to me because it really talked about that particular uh, uh, character. Uh, it, it just all seemed to sum up in just that name. It's just mm-hmm. simply Joseph. Uh, so we deal with that aspect of it." Uh, from that whole uh, news of Mary receiving that uh, powerful, uh, that she was carrying the Messiah, mm-hmm. uh, which, 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 was, which is a great news. Mm-hmm. But how good would that news initially have been to Joseph? Well, the Bible does give us an indication that he wanted to put Mary away privately, yeah. and we can just go about our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he had to have intervention to continue something you know, like that. So we, we took that uh, an age-old tale, and mm-hmm. uh, with the time testament, brought it into today. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that uh, angle or that that perspective, mm-hmm. you know, tell a story. And these uh, artists here, uh, Reginald Pelt, Pamela Coley, who was initially going to do another part mm-hmm. in the play, mm-hmm. but but after some things uh, uh, went uh, went uh, the way that they did, uh, I asked her, and I was so glad that she was receptive to that. Because uh, I think they bring a good chemistry to this project. <laughs> I tell you what, it's, yeah. it, you start out one way and, and the Lord leads you in another way. Y- y- yes, he does. It, no matter how you strategize and plan it out, I tell you what, that is, that is something else. Because like you say, it's not a lot about Joseph. Mm-hmm. But like you say, 
most times at the rehearsal when I'm there, you ask anybody know anything about Joseph? Yes, right. We're everybody, going everybody holler. Right, right. He's carpenter. Right. <laughs> you know, same uh, answer. Right, and then. <laughs> You get a few more where you get a bloodline where you descended to Boaz mm -hmm. and Rahab and those things like that. Absolutely. But yeah, like you said, it's not a lot. So for you to take that and that small piece, and this just takes us segue right into the next question. How you make a contemporary story out of that small piece of him in there? Yeah. Because you it, almost have to create everything. You you literally do have, have to have to create it. And uh, again, I credit the uh, at uh, Apostle Michael C. McGill uh, for just the idea that it could be done. Mm -hmm. But having said that, it did uh, uh, cause me to reflect on uh, all of the other uh, type of stories that we had done before then. Mm -hmm. How could we really uh, uh, bring the audience into this very small uh, window of his life and mm -hmm. expand it? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, that's a testament to, to, to God's grace and his gift uh, uh, to do yes. it. But I, I, the way that unfolding came out, I just... Uh, it. it it captured my attention after the years that have, have, have passed, mm -hmm. and uh, I hope that can can, can translate. We have an, uh, enough things within our modern time, uh, with so many storytellers around, uh, that I took those tools and uh, kind of carved out uh, how we could bring that into today's uh, uh, time. And uh, we, I think you might have said it that Joseph was a carpenter. We mm -hmm. one of the few things we say about him. Well, we 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 kind of uh, advanced him into an architect. Uh, mm -hmm. which is another form of building, yeah. uh, third generation. This Joseph Galilee, we mm -hmm. took that uh, part of the, the wow. name, both of those from, mm -hmm. and to put him into his own office setting over Joseph Galilee and Associates. And and how about uh, Mary, who we can't uh, we can't uh, not say that she was uh, called and mm -hmm. she was highly favored, but there had to be some favor on Joseph's life as well. Uh, so we took a Marie and put her in the mm -hmm. mailroom, and uh, from the mailroom to the architect on the top floor, uh, how could we bring them together and and then let the story tell itself? And uh, I think they did a marvelous job doing that. I tell you what, Mr. Pelt. Yes, sir. Playing the role of Joseph. Yes, sir. Now, <laughs> like I said, he, cre he created the storyline. Mm -hmm. But what kind of person is Joseph? And without, you know, what kind of person is Joseph you bring it to the stage? You know, it's a very... Very good question, man. I tell you, um, after reading the script over and over and over again, uh, and we all can attest to this, uh, and I believe we all have believers at the table, mm -hmm. um, Joseph, uh, the modern-day Joseph, way, the way Weston put it together, reminds a lot of me. I see a lot of me when it comes down to the reality of things. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, um, handling relationships, um, uh, making big decisions. Um, uh, I'm going to stop right there and just say, uh, to be a believer or a Christian, man, you have to make major decisions mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. this life is about mm -hmm. making decisions. Yes. And God has given us a uh, free moral agency, and uh, our choices really, really matter. Uh, and I'm going to keep it right there because I know <laughs> my phone is buzzing. My, my agent my is going to tell me like, to be quiet. But, right. <laughs> um, I but I, 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 a lot of that character, mm -hmm. and, I'm, and, I, I, and again, um, not trying to plug it in, uh, just come out and see. I know you're going to be a part of it, but mm -hmm. I strongly suggest the guests to come to see it. Okay. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Pam. Yes. <laughs> 
Same question to you. I mean, what kind of, because you're praying Mary, right? Yes. I mean, what kind of what kind of person Mary is coming to the stage? Talk about so, it, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so with this modern day Mary, whose name is Marie, Marie, okay, um, in in the play, she is a very sweet, um, polite, innocent, just kind of crisp person. Mm-hmm. She's very authentic um, in her character and who she is. Sort of like me. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) But no, um, to play someone like that Mm -hmm. is not hard, Mm -hmm. especially when you, like uh, Reggie was saying, um, that we all believers here. Mm -hmm. So to play someone as authentic as that, because she worships, she loves God. She stands true to who she is. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's a hard candle to hold up when you get when you deal with public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to stay in that that vein, mm-hmm. but you know. But I believe that um, playing that role, she teach she taught me something. Let me let me slow it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Dealing with the public, but it's good that when you can <laughs> <laughs> when you can actually learn from the character that mm-hmm. you're playing. It's good to learn from them. It's good to immerse yourself into that person so you can become them. Because one thing that people come out to see when they see a play, mm-hmm. they want to believe yes. Yes. what they see. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. We can talk about it all day, but if you don't believe Very that good. we are who we are, mm-hmm. you, you have to know when we walk off that stage that Joseph is that architect. You have mm-hmm. to know that Marie mm-hmm. is that little honest sweet male girl mm-hmm. <laughs> so. right. yes yes because yeah. like you said if you can make the audience believe that that's what that's the power that's the yeah, anointing absolutely. right there yes that's, right. that's yes. the anointing because see yes. like you say you're taking a biblical story that's already anointed mm-hmm. right, right you're converting right. it into a contemporary story that's good mm-hmm. and so now you have to somehow through God's grace, bringing that same anointing Absolutely. in a contemporary story. Absolutely. Yes. So, yes. So, yes. Like, by far, you have to be real and authentic. Exactly. Yes. I want people exactly. to, to actually come and see. And afterwards, because when they approach you after the play, they tell mm-hmm. you, oh, it was good. It was good. You did a good job. Mm-hmm. If if someone make them upset in a play, I've seen it happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They've done their because job. I, I, yes. <laughs> 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 I played a mean character yes. before and I was told off. I'm like, wait, you know we was just acting like <laughs> So I'm like, okay, so That's good. I yeah. take it really seriously to, uh, to play this role. And I'm like, okay, yes. I gotta make it believable because we got five uh, shows right, right to pull off. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yes. yeah, you know if they come up there mad at you, they they felt it. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. felt it for or real. Or if they yell out in the audience, you know you did your job. <laughs> So we want to do I want to do my job. Yes. Uh-huh. I want to make sure. <laughs> yes. That's All good. right. That's good. good. That's good. I tell you what, let's go to our next question here. And and with this play or with other plays and everything, I know that you guys are all doing this as a secondary commitment. Mm-hmm. Do you do you ever see yourself becoming full-time actors? <laughs> Let the lady throw you out there first huh? right. well my secular job I do love what I do mm-hmm. but um, when you love something so much it's not really considered work 
mm-hmm. because you don't feel like you're 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 forced to do it. Mm-hmm. It just comes natural. Mm. And I'm, I call myself a social butterfly because I talk all day at work. I mm-hmm. educate mm-hmm. Um, patients. But this right here, mm-hmm. this is a whole nother level. <laughs> this this right here, oh, yeah, I can do this. Whoa, okay. <laughs> if, if the money's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to eat. I, I mean, I make a good living right now. So, you know, you got to you gotta match that ground and go up. <laughs> I'll be real. <laughs> the cost of living has went up. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's oh, going yeah. up. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it's so being exposed to... Um, film mm-hmm. what Weston did because I think my first project actually that went we, we did all the way through was the video the music video, music video. Mm-hmm. Um, I still can't remember it's such a blur because it was so much was happening in my life at that time but mm-hmm. it was such a blur uh, pre-pandemic yeah. that mm-hmm. we did the music video and I saw what goes into mm. all the work that he puts in mm-hmm. you all see that that Little clip, but it's a lot. And a half video. Oh my God. It's, it takes so much just to yes. make that mm-hmm. the right angle. So I'm actually watching and I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> from him. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, because like you said, maybe behind the curtain. Oh, right. yeah. It could be a career in that. Right. Mr. Pilk, do you ever see yourself walking away from? And doing this full time, just yes. packing your bags, going to Hollywood, and say, "Look, Hollywood or bus." <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure about the Hollywood, but, but I, I, I will say this, man. Uh, I can see it happening. I think my strength uh, is behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, and I'm learning so much by watching Weston and uh, I do have a passion for perfection Mm -hmm. but I think I think like Michael Jordan I do my best work when I uh, bring others up Mm -hmm. or or push others up Mm -hmm. uh, at my local assembly at uh, Grace Place Christian Church shout out to them in Hope Mills North Carolina Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Apostle Michael C. McGill (laughs) Pastor Teresa McGill Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm an elder um, but I always say I'm a faith walker, but I, uh, they call me the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So I do my best work when um, I'm encouraging others, okay. man. And yes. when it comes down to a grand production like this, did I say on the 8th, 9th, and 10th? Mm-hmm. They already know that, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, um, I think I can see myself doing it, but uh, operating more on the back end of it. So um, I'm giving myself at least three years before I go to the next level. So right. by three years, we should be there, sir. All right. So, okay. I mean, you patiently stepping it out. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, sir. That's, that's yes, awesome. Sir. Yes, sir. That is good. Yes, sir. Because like you say, you got to have a plan. Got to have a plan. Don't mean it always go like you want, but it, like you said, at least as long as you're moving forward. Oh, yes. As long as you're moving forward. Progress. What about you, Weston? You ever see yourself just full-time doing this? Well, I... I it feels vo- full, full, full. <laughs> it feels full time now, though. The whole way. <laughs> well, especially this 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 year, uh, because we've done uh, hits uh, here and there. But this year and a half uh, is is pretty much been a full time commitment mm-hmm. to me. You know, part of that trailer that you played and you alluded to it as well. It says uh, uh, in Jeremiah, "I know the thoughts that I have towards you. I know the plans that I have for you. Mm-hmm. That they're good. They're to give you." A good and expected end, and but those plans don't always, at least his plans, God's plans don't always line up and match up to what our plans mm-hmm. and how we want it to be. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the messages that I really wanted to 
uh, whoever was uh, in the audience to walk away from this. There's, there's nothing wrong with planning. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, if you have a plan, uh, you want to execute it. You want it to, to go the level best. You want it to, just like you see it in your head, you want it to go that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we'll plan our plan, but he will direct our steps. Yes. And those steps uh, may not always take you to where your plan mm -hmm. goes. But at the greater scheme of it, he's got a better plan and always will have a better plan you know, than you, uh, which was what Joseph had to learn even biblically because he wanted to walk another way. He was probably an honorable, just man. Mm -hmm. And not many people would have faulted him for the decision he would have made. You don't know what this woman has done. She's pregnant. She says it's from the Lord, she mm -hmm. says, but uh, hey, man, you, you got a rep. You got a <laughs> reputation. And yes. if, if you're a just man, you want to uphold that title. And uh, as I said earlier, he wanted to put her away. You know, that was his plan. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but God... Uh, he had a greater way. He had a greater, a greater plan. And to get his attention to do that, and I think God has to get our attention sometimes mm -hmm. uh, through so many ways. Hey, keep going this way, but it's not working out. Right. It's not mm -hmm. working out now, but keep yes. going this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good now, but keep on this path. Uh, I, I know how the end game is going to go. I've already seen this story. You win. You win. And so um, uh, I'm encouraged. Uh, by that brief snippet that we saw in there. We don't hear much after Joseph, mm -hmm. but obviously he did win. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, he had the opportunity to help raise and assist his child in growing. And we have an opportunity to tell this story the way that we're doing. And I believe we win as well. All right, man. I, I guess awesome. I got an awesome applause just from that, man. I'm telling you. It's awesome. I am, uh, like I said, we are close to the end. Because, like I said, you guys have done an awesome job. Yes, yes. But we're going to take one last break, and then we'll come back. And then after that, we'll be concluding. All right? All right. All right. Y'all right. stay tuned. This is Weston from GSW Network. You're listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. Again, well, we're talking with the cast from the stage play, Joseph. As you see, we've been having a very, very good conversation from beginning to end. But like all good things, they must come to an end at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to start with you, Pam. After sure. Joseph, I mean, do you have any other projects in the pipeline that you plan on being involved with? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, right now, a friend of mine, he's an author. He has written seven books. His first book was From Dope Fiend to Deacon, Chasing mm -hmm. a Pipe Dream. Mm -hmm. And um, he was talking about his time where he was into drugs. And from there, mm -hmm. he was saved and became a deacon to the armor bearer of our church at one point. Wow. And um, so he Story employed me to write for him a play for uh -huh. that first book. All right. And, uh, wow. So, awesome. Wow. I, <laughs> awesome. So I've already started writing. Mm -hmm. um, I changed the name to Disguised okay. because um, of all the things that was happening in the book, mm -hmm. who he was and how he was living to what he is now. So it's going to be a very interesting story because I kind of flipped it. 
All right. Well, I tell you what, we'd be looking forward to seeing oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. We definitely we'll definitely be notified. Let us, when, yeah, absolutely. Let, let us know. Weston will be there because I'm going to make sure he's free so he can, <laughs> he can finally see me work. That's absolutely. Very good. All right. Very good. Mr. Pell, what do you got coming up after the Joseph Project? Well, um, trying to be modest here. Um, I have a couple of eyes in the fire. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the most important one uh, right now, I'm trying to, we're politicking, trying to get with a company uh, and start writing to get on the writers committee um, okay. with, um, you'll be amazed about this. Um, we do this thing in Fayetteville, uh, North Carolina, when it comes down to uh, gathering chefs and coming to one place, mm-hmm. almost like the, the food truck gallery, um, trying to put some literature together and uh, get out there and promote different chefs on the horizon Mm -hmm. um, and uh, may even start uh, teaching a little bit in the culinary skills as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, hopefully, hopefully it all Mm -hmm. comes together, man, and we can do what you're doing now and Mm -hmm. showcase different people um, in the uh, local triangle and then from there uh, sprout out. Mm-hmm. And going to television the whole nine, man. So, wow. yeah, we're going to be busy, man. We're going to be definitely busy, man. So uh, be tuned to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, God speeds to anybody that's praying for me. So mm-hmm. we'll put it out there, man. But God bless you. And once again, thank you mm-hmm. for having me here. Thank, thank you so thank much, you sir. for coming. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, and i tell you what, uh, link up with Mike DJ and Doc yes, on sir. social media and send we'll us do. some stuff. Yes, sir. Because we... Even though we talk a lot about but a lot about Juliet and Will County and Chicago yes, land and all these different things like that, yes, we still believe that what we can say can help people in other states and throughout this nation. Absolutely. So if it's something here that we can help you down there in North Carolina, please yes, link sir. up with us and let us know. Yes, sir. We'll Absolutely. Do. Thank you, yes, Mr. Pelt. Yes, sir. Reg- Mr. Reginald <laughs> Pelt. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Final one for you, uh, Weston. Uh do you ever see any of these characters that you have created past, present, or future turn it into some kind of mini series or something? And that is an excellent question. Yes. Uh, uh, that is a very good question. And, you know, first, I, I want to say congratulations to Pam. I didn't even know that she was working until the, the <laughs> sky. Okay. Uh, but I'm uh, awesome, looking, awesome. F- looking forward to, to what she has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and as far as the future projects, you know, I'm going to be calling on these two for uh, a whole lot of stuff in 2024, <laughs> mm-hmm. even with this production of Joseph for 2024. But uh, as, with the network that we're working with now, GSW Network, um, uh, interesting that you should say that. Just last week, my wife was saying, hey, this would make an excellent uh, television series. Mm-hmm. And she was referring to a production that we did a few years ago called Time, Love, and Tenderness. Mm-hmm. It dealt with the marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she talked to one of the cast members. She might even talk to you, Pam. She just may have just had talks about uh, what they're going through in their lives and their married lives and even married lives in the church. And I mm-hmm. think that uh, was a series she wanted to touch on. I said, that's a great idea, honey. I was glad to wrote, wrote the, pay, uh, the play uh, a few years back, but you're you going to have to you know, help uh, you know, spear, spearhead that one. But uh, there are so many directions as a series mm-hmm. uh, on that information of uh, marriage and love that you could go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I welcome that uh, idea to, uh, to help develop it. Uh, but aside from that, uh, with the characters that we've done, some of them would make excellence uh, a series. 
but with uh, the irons, I won't even want to say that they're irons, but the ones, uh, what we have on deck now, which is not a whole lot. And I don't think there should be a whole lot because you got to give time and attention to them. Mm -hmm. So within the next uh, year, uh, ideas like the time, love, and tenderness that my wife, uh, uh, Sybil, spoke of, spoke of uh, will begin to uh, at least put those beginning phase in there because GSW Network was designed to show not only what we're doing on stage, and incidentally, what they're doing with Joseph is not just, even though you, uh, you, you put it as a stage play, but they mm. actually tell that story on screen and stage. So those two mediums yes. come together. I'm sorry to, about you know, that. That's right. You well, do it, 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 it dual. And, 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 and it, it, it lends a different lens to how you can tell a story. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, having said that, uh, those uh, uh, things we've done book-wise and so forth, I have a well that will never run dry. So, so, so we, 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 we're not hurting for con for content. And so, um, the fact that you said that I welcome, uh, the role that I'm in the best seat in the house and in my life right now, wow. uh, to keep moving forward with what we're doing, mm -hmm. to work alongside great talent that I'm uh, working with mm -hmm. and to see that talent produce what they're producing it's like i can see the leaves of the tree mm -hmm. uh, uh blossoming at yes. this time of my life and i'm so i'm appreciative mm -hmm. very very thankful and uh for this opportunity from you because i've seen the development from what you've done in just some months wow uh, I, I see it and uh i'm glad to be a part of to this god journey the glory, in your life, man. Man. god be the glory thank awesome. you so much thank i really appreciate that coming from you i appreciate it. for me and my brothers dj cornerstone and, and dr sullivan Yes. Because, like I said, we started doing this a couple of years ago, and we're approaching three years now. And so we're, we're continuing to do that. Hit that applause button, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking forward to doing great things as God continues to lead us. And hopefully have Wonderful. you all back again. Yes. This is this is and, this and is excellence, man. But see, next time when y'all come back, I expect y'all to be holding Tonys or something. Oh, right? Tonys, some Emmys. I will see it. <laughs> that's what I was prophesying. He's that's prophesying. It. <laughs> and we can sit down and chat with them just like this again. Yes. So, yes, that's that's what I'm seeing. So, come on. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, and thank you so much for coming in, uh, and thank you for tuning into the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. Till next time. We'll see you. If you have any questions for Doc, DJ, or Mike, please go to MikeDJAndDoc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. New episodes released on the 7th and 21st of each month. Matthew 25 and 40, Good News Translation, The King Will Reply. I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. We leave you with this question. Am I helping at least one person? The Mike DJ and Doc podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments, recorded at Audio Hive Podcasting.